episode 10. Three and D's. We hit the double digits right before the holidays. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas to you all. Um, hope everyone's having a lovely December and staying warm because holy crap, is it cold right now? Um, honestly, across Canada, but specifically where I am in, uh, well, we'll keep that a mystery because, you know, it's a little depressing. Um, <laughs> have you never mentioned it before? I probably have, but I mean, our, <laughs> our, our let's listeners, unpack, Justin, let's unpack. our listeners, it's okay. This morning I woke up, looked at my phone. The, you know, the feels like where there's like, like the wind chill effect part of it. The feels like where I am was minus 43. It was minus 33, like legit. <laughs> and the feels like was minus 43. Jesus Christ. Um, so as much as I feel for all the chaos in Vancouver right now, I sort of just kind of chuckle um, a little bit. You're minus, what do you guys like minus eight right now? Uh, I've got a question for you, Justin. I've, I've I've heard this anecdote a lot of times um, from people who have lived either in the East Coast or somewhere in the interior and moving to Vancouver. The, the the idea of the wet cold and the dry cold and that the Vancouver cold is actually more brutal. I've had some people who've lived in Calgary, who grew up in Calgary, and said that the cold in Vancouver, the minus two in Vancouver, is way colder than the minus twelve in Calgary. Pound for pound, that's absolutely true. Um, <laughs> like, like a like a minus five in Vancouver is like definitely not the same as a minus five anywhere else that I've lived, Alberta, Ontario, wherever. But to say that like Vancouver's minus eight is as cold as like Edmonton's, oh, I just threw it. Away. Minus forty, minus like thirty or whatever <laughs> is not is not factual. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I yeah, do remember it is. <laughs> I do remember last year though I came home and Alberta was like kind of actually warm for it was like Christmas time last year and Alberta was like minus ten or something and Vancouver when I landed it was like like minus two I want to say or maybe like zero and I felt like Vancouver felt definitely colder than Alberta so there is truth to that the 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 the, the wetness of it is definitely a factor but um, my thing with like the cold is like once you hit to like minus ten minus twelve. Everything below that is like marginal, just like marginally worse. Like it's pretty shitty when it's minus ten, minus twelve. But like going from like minus eighteen to minus thirty, like it, it's shitty no matter what. It's fucking trash either way. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's a bit like more of a sticker shock factor than anything. Um, but you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't stay warm for much longer than a couple of minutes at a time, so it's a bit annoying. But anyway, that was there's your little weather report, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. We are here uh, talking hoops um another great great week uh of basketball not for toronto but uh that's okay i'll leave that misery um within myself right now uh we're here to talk about something fun that uh, that mari and matt thought of um doing a little it's kind of like similar to who they play for but who who could they who where else could they play kind of well maybe we'll call it that what other so we're going to take uh athletes nba athletes and uh and see, you know, Mari and, and uh, Matt are going to give us an idea of what, where they think they could play. What other leagues, the you know, NFL, NHL, uh, have you guys d- dug into any other leagues, MLB, what other leagues have we, are we, are, are on the table? Lacrosse league, professional lacrosse. Sure. I mean, um, I mean, I was more so thinking when we came up with this idea of football, just because that's the thing that I think Mari and I spend the most time watching. I want some niche, but, uh, I want some, but niche. yeah, like I was thinking tennis, volleyball even i was mm. thinking of like we could we could hit any major sport we can think of and pretty much just assign <laughs> who, who we would think would be a good fit for them 
I want to find a curler in this group by the end of the episode. I want to find someone to be a good curler. So I feel like this sure. that would just by default be a Canadian. Fuck yeah, yeah true. But... Who's a white Canadian in the NBA? Kelly Olenek would be a good curler. Kelly, Nick Stauskas, yeah. perhaps. Nick Stauskas. We're going for him right now. Yeah. He's still in the, NBA, right? in the NBA. I think he's. Uh, I think he's like in the G League or something. I, I forget where that is guy he is. On the Kings. No. No. Jesus. No. <laughs> I don't think he's in the NBA right now. I think he's like playing maybe over. I don't know. He's playing somewhere for sure. But so I don't know if you, if either of you want to start us off. Um, if you have a player that screams you know different sport i can think of a few off the top of my head but you guys have actually done the research so um maybe matt start us off the minimal research the minimal yeah you keep saying research it's just like i put research in quotation marks and like that would be funny to do (laughs) there's some there's some players who actually do play other sports um someone like pat Connaughton, yeah was drafted to the mlb before drafted into nba so he could clearly make it to the league playing baseball. Yeah. Uh, former lacrosse legend Pat Spencer also, who is, um, could probably play in the NLL. I don't think he ever actually played in NBA, maybe summer league, but he's a he's a big white guy who's very good at lacrosse. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And then we also know about people like Stephen Curry, who um, who just casually play golf, but is just unbelievable at it. I True. Many. Yeah. celebrities and golf players say that he's someone who could actually if he committed to being a pga pro could probably do it because of just course so that could be a fucking professional golfer I, i'm so jealous of that guy yeah, yeah. right just well he's got his own show now too right he does yeah show. um <laughs> but yeah just but it's kind of that idea even people who who we think might just from one specific characteristic, Steph Curry being a really good shooter might translate to being a really good golf player. So that could be. Yeah. He's good depth perception, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could throw a um, it's important that, that we, like, what are we looking for in an athlete for a specific sport? So for baseball, I'm assuming quick, quick coordination skills, like being able to process information quickly. Hockey, what are we looking at hockey? ML, NFL is sort of self-explanatory, but like, what are we looking at for hockey? Like, what are the skill sets that we're trying to find here within an NBA player? Of, namely, white is one thing. White primarily, got That's it. Yeah. Pretty important, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But there's actually a funny, a funny thing I was saying about how um, I played a lot of basketball with hockey players who don't really play basketball, but they play hockey, and they – maybe correct me if i'm wrong if you disagree but they run a very specific way they run as if they're skating ice hockey players um so when they play basketball it looks like they're playing hockey um that's so funny have you do you know what i'm talking about have you seen that before i've never seen that no that's really funny they kind of glide it looks like they're skating and and the way they just kind of approach the game is it just looks like hockey so one player i was thinking about who might make the nhl just solely based on how he moves is someone like Shea Gilders Alexander, just because mm. he doesn't really lift his legs a lot when he runs. He does have across yeah. low center gravity. <laughs> That's a good one, actually. He moves at his yeah. own pace. He, he likes he's, he's in his own world there on the court. That's, yeah, he's yeah. also Canadian, so he probably grew up ice skating. I would imagine. He's not white though, Mari, so he kind of doesn't. He isn't white, so that's a glaring. Yeah. Well, Canadian <laughs> he, sort of makes up for it a little bit. Yeah. He'd be like a he'd be like a like a second line forward, like a Mason Raymond type. 
for all you Vancouver Ooh. Canucks fans out there. Oof. He's so tall. I wonder. I've never thought I like hockey players are so short. And then like I'm like, yeah. why haven't like hasn't hockey evolved to like these like like we as humans have gotten larger? Why are there still like five foot six players in the NHL? I just feel like if you're like, you know, six, like Shay's what, like six, seven? Like he must There's like no way he'd yeah. He'd yeah. be tall. He'd be the tallest person in the NHL for sure. Uh, really? Like Tyler Myers. Dano Chara was like six ten, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but he's a one of a kind. Yeah, that's true. He's he's a, he's an icon. Well, it's oh, it's kind of a more compact sport, right? If you, length doesn't really add much in hockey, it's more so girth is the <laughs> is the prevailing factor there. I don't know. I would love yeah. to see like a I mean, six eight center who like can glide like Shea does, like his body type. I think that would be a fucking iconic. Uh, for sure. But anyway, yeah, I think Matt, just you... on this uh, on this topic of hockey. His name is already thrown around, but I think Kelly Olynyk could be a great goalie. Ooh, yeah. he has a look. Hockey. He has the look. He has he the has hair for it. He's Canadian. He's white. He checks all the boxes. I'm sure yes. being a professional athlete, you're flexible just by default. I like the goalie. He's built like a goalie because goalies are tall in the NHL. Yeah, yeah they're good... they're all taller. He's got, he's got the hair for it, which I think is the most important factor in a good goalie. Yeah. 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 He'd probably have a crazy mask design, eh? Kelly Olenek. He just oh my God. have something insane on there. He'd be the most popular <laughs> fucking thing. He'd be McDavid move aside. It's Kelly Olenek time if he if he ever moves to the NHL. <laughs> he would be a I think someone man. like uh someone like JJ Barea would be like a Martin San Louis type. JJ Barea is just the Martin San Louis of the NBA, True. really, if you think about it. Or Composo potentially. Yeah. 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 A cork mass, perhaps. Cork I don't know. Cork Ryan, Ryan Archibiakino, something like that. I was thinking, TJ, I have TJ McConnell on my list. As yeah, a, I think any short white guy in the NBA could play in the NHL. I think we could just generalize, generalize <laughs> them all. Just take my hot list from like four episodes ago and put them all in the NHL. Yeah, but perfect. I'd also love to see PJ Tucker as a fourth line center. I think that would be. Oh my god! Dude, I feel like he'd be like a a Brian Reeves type. Yeah. I think get so I think many he'd be fucking a distributor fights. too, you know. If that guy was allowed to fight legally, he would drop him every chance he got. That'd be really yeah. funny. Or, or like if um the Oilers signed like James Johnson, if he could skate, and if he's still in oh, NBA, geez. like just James be the per- personal protector, because <laughs> he was like what a black belt. He had all these random things. So, who would be a good martial <laughs> artist? Are there, any, are there any tatted out NHL players? We don't really don't think know. about tattoos in NHL. They're so covered up. But I'd love to see someone just fucking tat- like James Johnson, and you could see the neck tats through the helmet between Ooh. the helmet and the pads. That <laughs> That'd would be, be fucking intimidating. I'd be so scared. That'd be terrifying. He'd also be like charistized <laughs> with skates. He's Dustin Bufflin with a black belt. Yeah, <laughs> that's fun. but bigger. <laughs> So yeah. I think the most obvious one, not hockey related, is, is LeBron in the NFL, right? That everyone raves about how he could. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. Was, that, that was one I thought we were going to start on. Did you guys have that on your list? I'm sure you did, but. Of course. I think it's yeah. just worth mentioning just because obviously <laughs> pretty much I'd say it, any position outside of running back a line corner, he could probably make work if he had stuck with football because he's played he played football in high school like it's a pretty disgusting yeah. mixtape 
for all you listeners that haven't seen it yet. Um, so I don't know about you, Belgium. Well, that's my <laughs> yeah. question. What 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 position would you if you're making a football team and you draft tight end. James? Where would you stick him? Tight end. I think tight end. I want Gronk. Tight end. I want Gronk. And if he wasn't if he wasn't as soft as he was, um, probably D end as well. Jeez, He'd be man. a sick D end. He'd be unstoppable. Unstoppable. He'd be there. unstoppable. Yeah. <laughs> like and so he actually built himself. I, I like. Good. Oh my gosh. I don't think he'd be, he'd be big enough to be an O lineman or a D tackle, but I think a defensive end would be fucking elite for for him. Yeah, for sure. I'd say so. Yeah, yeah I think he can play wide receiver really... too. Like a DK Metcalf type yeah. wide receiver. Bill kind of like Mike Evans, honestly. With New LeBron, he's kind of skinnier now. Mike Williams, maybe? Mike Williams. Yeah, yeah literally just, just chuck it up and good luck. He's 6'9". Yeah. <laughs> Him in his prime. Imagine LeBron in the, end, in the red zone. It's crazy. Just... Dude, it just chuck it up, literally. Quick fade. Yeah, out. run deep. Throw it up. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, on the football topic i think obviously zion williamson would be up there <laughs> i oh, think yeah. if he declared for the nfl draft tomorrow he would be the first overall pick no shot <laughs> dude i hot take, <laughs> hot this, take isn't, but... this isn't the hot takes episode yet matt come on this isn't the hot take where, where would you put him Matt? he's six seven 285 what like and he's as jittery as he is. Like he is so explosive. He's fast. Did I would say in high school. Football. I don't think he did. I don't think but so. No shot. He'd be the first overall. Just, pick. just, dude. I don't, I don't. That would just be so. Like I guess count out his injury history. He's six seven two eighty five. Look, put him at tight end, and give him the ball. What like who is possibly going to defend that? He's unguardable um, in the air. I, he his build reminds me most of like a six foot seven Aaron Donald, just shorter kind of arms. He's not like he's not a Miles yeah. Garrett type build. That's why yeah. I, I'm thinking a D tackle probably makes the most sense, just because you know inside no one's stopping that guy. He's massive. He's super athletic. But Miles Garrett. I, I like to think about as a as a build that we don't have in the NBA, just massive and long armed and or someone like <laughs> came on Thibodeau, you know, like these guys are just huge. Yeah, they could they could work. Um, <laughs> one, one guy that I would Khalil Mack ahead, comparison for Zion, like they're like yeah. the same person. Yeah, I don't know how tall Khalil is. I don't actually. Let's see. Because that's the funny thing, right? We talk about these kind of similar builds, but everyone in the NBA is four inches taller than you think they are. Yeah, for sure. I think... Because I've never Long... seen them in the same place. <laughs> <laughs> Put them in a room Put together. Prove me wrong. Six foot three, two fifty, think... yeah, 260. How tall, sorry? Six three, two sixty. What's the squat? <laughs> Probably like 800 pounds. Jesus. The fact that Jalen Hurts can squat like 650 pounds or whatever he can squat, I I take that benchmark and I believe that any like elite defensive end could bench like or could squat like 900 pounds. I take that the, the Jalen Hurts benchmark and just add an extra like 50%. <laughs>
It's kind of. I think nice. that'd be fair. <laughs> I've like so I've never topped about... out more than three plates. It's fucking crazy. Or three plates something. Let's think about um. By the way, nice. <laughs> Let's oh yeah, about... hats off to you. So football. football. <laughs> Those are the days. By position, by position here. In, in the D and offensive line, I don't think I could think of one basketball player who could play offensive line. I think most of them would probably no. be defensive linemen. If you're it requires too much stamina. Larger. I could think of a couple in the defensive line here. Um, Kenny Lofton Jr., kind of recent draft pick, got the yeah. for and a freak athlete. He's kind of got the that long arm, big guy um, build. So that could be kind of a, a deep cut, Mari. Miles Jesus. Garrett. Yeah. Well, there's also some other kind of chunkier guys that I've been thinking about recently. People like Spencer Hawes, Carl Landry, Chuck Hayes. These Chuck guys Hayes. Could, are kind of. I was hoping Chuck Hayes brought up. Yeah. On that on that front, <laughs> so I don't think any of them are still in the NBA. No. But Glenn Davis, he was a yeah, exactly. He was a D tackle running back in high school. I was actually I was working this <laughs> up in my limited research today. And his mixtape is so ridiculous because he was he was six six three fifty in high school. Jesus, that's a baby. That's <laughs> a big like, fucking baby. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just absurd. What? <laughs> and an oh, yeah. and an athlete at that size, you know what I mean? For sure, that's crazy. Yeah, those chunky boys—they're they're deceptively athletic. Mm-hmm. As Sizzle once said, she she needs a big boy, and uh, I'm I'm all in on these chunky monkeys for the, uh, the NFL. <laughs> Thank you for those things, Sizzle. All right, back to you. Hey, back Thank to you guys. You. That was that was my little chime in. I mean, who who do you guys think could be the best quarterback? Uh, to me, the like incredible passer, Ty- Tyree Halliburton. <laughs> Who'd you say? LeBron James. LeBron James. Give me LeBron. Let's think about what about Chris Paul's too small. What about uh, Tyrese? Just an absolute wizard with with the ball in his hands. And you see someone smart, little... right? Because playing quarterback is like as as important to be smart as like naturally talented. Who's like and and I think the motion of how they move kind of matters too. So someone with a flicky arm, like Tyrese, I kind of see how he passes like a quarterback too. What about Luca? Different angles. Luka Doncic, I have um, on my list as a tennis player for no for no reason whatsoever. He just he just screams tennis to me. Can we get a couple like like in, like important caveats out of the way, like the obvious ones? So anyone who's not North American could probably be a soccer player or a football player, like yeah. Giannis and Pascal and all those guys. Yeah, let's sure. get that caveat out of the way. And another caveat: anyone over like six ten could probably be a professional volleyball player. Like I'm I'm thinking bull bull. Little Mo Bamba action here. Some of these... sure, the Magic would be the best volleyball team. Oh my if god! They were to immediately, be <laughs> if the every team. NBA team was immediately to switch over to volleyball, the Magic would wipe the floor with everyone. Who do you I think would... set? You got you got Markel Fultz as setter, setter there. Yeah. Oh, that'd be disgusting. And um, Cole Anthony, Cole Anthony as, as his libero. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> would be kind of nasty. I, I think Franz Wagner see... would be good at volleyball. Yeah, Franz dude, can do he everything. Sure. Franz can, can do get anything up. and everything he wants. He Franz can steal my hypothetical girlfriend and get away with it. That man can do anything. Yeah. And I'd thank him. And I'd thank hypothetical gay coworker. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, the hypothetical right. gay coworker that he's real. I promise. Joel Embiid grew up playing volleyball, so that's someone who we know could play ball. And honestly, he moves like a volleyball player. Like I can see how he 
like just the kind of i don't know the way he goes through contact it, it I reminds me of a volleyball player yeah there, there's a term that uh our good friend mccoy lum uses um for these kind of Af- mostly african prospects who um grew up playing soccer he calls them soccer feet and people move as if they have soccer feet i think pascal siakam is the perfect example of that oh yeah he moves like a soccer player I'm sure it's really helped him become like a really elite NBA player. Like it's got to have helped that bottom half. He's so shifty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think also a given would be like any jittery point guard, shooting guard could be a pretty good fit for corner. Yeah. Like a De'Aaron Fox, John Morant. Yeah. Um, Even to me, Dame, I feel like good luck getting past him if he's in press coverage game's all offense Cole baby would be a great cornerback as well actually <laughs> og ananobi would be dpoy um, in the nfl no no cap Oop. outside linebacker yeah og og corner, even cornerback he's fast enough or linebacker i don't know. cornerback that'd be insane <laughs> Six. dude have you seen him defend he's like his like his instincts his his fast twitch like he is he's almost like you're almost trailing him on when you're when you have the ball in your hands. Like he's like almost in front of you on your move. He's insane. If he if he isn't in like the top three to five for for DPOI this year, I'm gonna I'm gonna be really upset. Be very sad. He's uh he's like one. He's, I've never seen defense as good as he's played in my life. To be honest, he's so, so. good that I think he won Defensive Player of the Week for the NFL. It, tra- it just translates. I think yeah. he could do it. He could do it. Also, I think uh, a Lou Dort would be amazing as a corner or outside linebacker. He's already thick enough. He could do either. Well, the best for me, the best prospect the NBA for me in that kind of range is Drew Holiday. I think would be right. unbelievable NFL prospect. That guy'd be fucking locked down. Marcus Smart too. Marcus Smart would be great. Mikhail Bridges maybe. Something. Let's think about the oh, Mikhail Bridges as a wide receiver would be really fun. See, it's hard because we don't actually know, like, these guys' talents outside of the sport they play. So, like, do I know if Mikel Bridges can catch a football? No fucking idea. But hypothetically, you know, it's great in, in, in theory. So, we'll, you never know. Yeah. Well, but I mean, the, yeah. from in terms of proof of concept, the best high school tape I've ever seen of an NBA player was Allen Iverson playing quarterback. Mm. quarterback. He, he's just unstoppable. He's just unbelievably. And safety, too, right? Yeah, he's a yeah. great athlete. Yeah, and he'd return punts and kicks like, oh, <laughs> just disgusting. That guy Mar, you mentioned uh, Luca for for tennis, but do we have any other tennis players on our list in terms of uh, potential potential player potential locks from the NBA? No, I I, no. I, I haven't thought of one. A I was build. thinking, like, kind of like anyone with a dump truck. Because like you need Kyle? strong legs. Kyle yeah. Lowry, literally. Kyle Lowry, like Chris Paul. Yeah. I think they'd just be really smart with it. I Learn see how to Chris play Paul their opponent. Like very and like, I could see that. Yeah, like I, I, I know it kind of on serves helps to be a bit taller, but everyone in the NBA is above six feet, which. You're fine. Yeah, like you're set. So I think either of those guys would be great at tennis for no reason other than. I think they have the endurance and they're smart and I don't know, put them in a singles match. If you're giving me the odds between Nick Kyrgios and Chris Paul, and it was, I don't know, Chris Paul to win plus 200, I'm taking it 
anything over that, I'm taking it. <laughs> no, no offense to Nick Curios, but <laughs> that's a that's my guy. He's the French guy that always uh-huh. gets angry <laughs> in tennis. <laughs> he's like, oh, he has, he's a weird accent. I don't know what he is. Isn't he French? I don't know. No, I don't really follow tennis, to be honest. Speaking of French people, how about that World Cup? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Good God. That was fucking crazy. <laughs> I actually, you guys get up I for that? Or you bring this up? Oh, I, I, we got up for it. I was, text, I was live texting Matt. It was unbelievable. But yeah, I, I wanted to bring up the World Cup because I'm seeing a lot of stuff on TikTok and on Twitter about how, oh, if America was just to concentrate on football, then we'd dominate in the world stage because we have the greatest athletes and i I just it's such bullshit it's such most american attitude ever how (laughs) people think that that any any of our great athletes in basketball and american football could translate into playing soccer and dominate is such bullshit because look at the african talent they're they're saying oh we have the great athletes and all the black people in America could really dominate if they put their like look at the African talent across the world anyway. They're all trying. There's billions and billions of people who are playing football around the world and they're nowhere close to being the best. Mm-hmm. And I think I like know. also building off of that, like with with the NBA becoming more of a global sport, we're seeing now players from around the globe dominate oh, yeah. the American game, supposedly. Like you could say the top three players, if not four, the top four players in the NBA currently, like Giannis, Luka, um, Embiid, and Jokic, Jokic, are probably the top four. You'd be hard pressed to <laughs> infiltrate that top four, and they're all not American. Yeah. So, I hate that argument. I hate it, and we. I think we underestimate just how athletic someone like Leo Messi is at five foot six five foot seven just how good he is at that sport i don't think we realize how like how much of a freak athlete he is for sure better like 35 (laughs) it was ridiculous 120 international players this year on nba rosters um out of how many is that well, 30 teams times 15 roster spots, so that's four, 450. Did I get that right? Dude, nice. <laughs> 450, so that's like a quarter, more than a quarter of the league now. 22, 22 Canadians, let's go Canada, the, the highest uh, international uh, representation, I guess. Really? Um, other than the U.S., or yeah, other than the U.S., obviously. But can you guys guess who number who number two, the second large international presence which country it is wow so the u.s one canada two and then who's the third yeah i would have thought canada two but third i'd say like something eastern Europe, or like spain maybe spain maybe yeah france no i don't know it's a good question france was fourth so that was a good guess yeah spain is like seventh or something there's one that you're missing. Think, uh, think uh, uh, English, but a different accent. Australia? Yes, Australia. sir. Yeah, 10 really? players. Yeah. yeah. 10? Yeah. I could think Wemby's of... coming, baby. Mills. I could think of 
Jock yeah. Landale, Aaron Baines. Jeff Ingles. Aaron Baines is in the NBA right now, but. Ben Simmons. Aaron Baines deserves to be in the NBA. He had a horrific he? accident. He's a good player. With the Raptors, so too. Good, yeah. yeah, the Raptors. Just I mean, with the Suns. The year before the Raptors, and then he got hurt. Compazzo, Le- Le- Leandro Bolmaro, Bol- Ben Simmons, Kyrie Irving is listed as Australian. I don't know yeah, why. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> Kyrie Irving's Australian? Yeah, he, he's actually eligible to play for the Australian national team. Oh, okay. That's a that's cap. Okay, Australia Ow. has nine players. No, no, no. Ow. Australia went from 10 to 9. Fuck that. <laughs> what the fuck? Kyrie Irving's Australian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No shot. Okay, Patty Mills, Josh Green, Jack White, I've never Josh heard of, Green. Joe Ingles, Dyson Daniels, Josh Giddy. Jock Landale and right. De- Delhi are the ten. Wow, yeah. it's it's a pretty good roster. Yeah. How many Canadian NBA players? No, we're, we're going on a tangent now, but how many Canadian NBA players can you guys name? There's twenty two. Hey, you said twenty two. There's twenty two. You're not going to get all of them, obviously, okay. but I think we can. At least we can, can. I think we get twenty. Okay. Good luck. Okay. Let's start. Let's start. Uh, Shay, Nikhil. Yeah, wonderful Delano family. Banton. Who'd you say? Chris Boucher. Delano Banton and Chris Boucher. Uh, Lou Dort. Trey I don't Lyles. think Delano Banton is... Oh, no, he is, yeah. Sorry. Lou Dort, Lou five, yeah. Trey Lyles. Um, Kelly Olenek. Kelly Olenek, yeah. RJ Barrett. That's seven. RJ That's Barrett. eight, yeah. Andrew Nemhard. Yeah, yeah. nine. I feel like there's another Jamal Murray. Ten. Okay, that's ten. That's pretty good. Okay. Yeah, so that, we're, you guys are off to a good start. Yeah. Um, I need a clue. The Pacers have two more other than the. Yeah, there, there's. An, oh, O'Shea Brissett. Yeah. Yeah, it's eleven. One more to. Uh, there's another Pacer. Nemhart. Rookie. Oh, Matherin. Archie Nemhart. Oh, Matherin. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Well. Okay. Dude, wow, Canada's like young as hell. Dude, Team Canada's gonna be fucking exciting That's... next oh, game. Oh, um, uh, what's his name on the Mavs? Powell, Dwight Powell. Yeah, thirteen. Um, just not bigs. That's the problem with Canada. We have Zach Eady coming up out of Purdue, which will be nice. Uh, does Brandon Clark count? Yeah, uh, I'd think. He's kind of annoying. He Dylan Brooks. Count. Dylan Brooks. Yeah. So that's so. Wait. What are we up to now? That's up. Fifteen now. Okay, but Chris Boucher is actually not technically Canadian on this list, so you're down to fourteen again. Chris Boucher is listed as uh, um, from Saint Lucia officially. Anyway, yeah, but he lived in Montreal. Uh, no, Andrew Wiggins. Fifteen. Yeah. Maple Jordan. Um. Oh, I just had one. You're missing Kemberch. a raptor, a current raptor. Ken Birch. Yeah, 16. Oh my god, I know I could do this. I'm I'm so obsessed with Canada basketball. There's no way. Give me a team. Does does Tristan Thompson still count? Tristan, yeah. Uh, he's not on a roster right now. Uh. You're missing a former beloved Raptor. Sort of beloved. I don't want to say that beloved, but 
Former Canadian Raptor, smaller guy. Canadian Raptor? He's currently playing for the Pistons. Corey Joseph. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. His brother Chris Joseph, not anymore in the league. No. So you're missing one, two, three, four. I think you're only missing five players. And I got to say, three of them you're not going to get. So let's try and get the last two, and then I'll I'll name, name that. So one, so they're both young guys. The ones you're like, I think you could get. One's a rookie, and one just got released. One's an exciting rookie. Um, unless I hope you. I didn't feel like it. I know, I know who you're missing. Do you know a team? I know a team. It's gonna give it away if I give you the team, though. Oh my god. I hope you didn't name him already. I'm just trying. It's the Trailblazers rookie. Oh, oh my god. Sharp. Did you say him already? No. No, we didn't. No. Okay. All right. And you get down to one more person uh, that I think you can get. Uh, I'll give you a little hint. Is that he currently doesn't play for an NBA team, but he did entering the season. So there's your hint. What team? You're going to get it if I tell you that. <laughs> he played for a team entering the season. He, in fact, was actually kind of uh, he's a younger, younger fella. Um, and for some not so great circumstances was released. Tyrell Terry? Guys, come on. Oh, what was the guy on the Spurs? Oh, Primo? Josh Primo is Canadian. He's Canadian? He's Canadian? Well, according to this website, according to the NMBA.com website. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if I, I don't necessarily, like, he can go somewhere else if he wants to, but um, he's technically Canadian. We'll take him. Oh. Okay, yeah, so let's prove him guilty, I guess. Yeah, we, we don't we don't claim him as our own. <laughs> it feels like he did it, guys. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, they, they released the guy. <laughs> okay, so the last three guys I have barely even heard of, so I'll just give you the team names. Okay, one plays for OKC. Um, one plays for the Orlando Magic, and RJ one... Hampton. Not RJ Hampton, no. Fuck. And one plays for the Boston Celtics. Aaron Wiggins for the Thunder? No. Fuck. These are guys that I've never heard of, and I've been following the NBA for a long time. So, do we get it? <laughs> we get it. You're Cuts. fucking. Yeah. Is that okay. Thunder, Magic, and uh, Celtics? Sam Hauser, is he Canadian? Guys, you need to dig deeper than Sam Hauser, like way deeper. And they're on the active roster. Yeah, do they play? Fuck no. I haven't even heard of them, but like, yes, apparently, I think so. <laughs> I will say I've done little to no research into this myself. It's just kind of an off the cuff uh, bit segment for us, but uh, improvising. I'm improvising. I really right, don't think I, you're gonna get it, so I'm just I gonna. Give up. I give up. Okay, so for the Boston Celtics, um, this guy's name is. Mafiondu Cabangeli. Cabangeli is Canadian. I know that guy. I didn't know he was Canadian. I actually didn't know Cabangeli's oh. last name, but uh, Orlando Magic, Caleb Houston. Oh, Caleb, yeah. Okay. He, he used to play for Michigan. Yeah. I saw him, yeah. I saw him work out at the Richmond Oval one time. Oh, really? That's why I followed him. That's why I followed him because I, 
my god he's working you know what i lied i actually do all three of these players but the third one was eugene omurari 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 oh okay i was actually gonna get getting minutes like the last few games for whatever yeah. reason <laughs> actually lied yeah he, he's been getting some minutes i've actually heard of these guys they're just i would have never guessed yeah, them. yeah okay like, okay <laughs> i have faith in i have faith in caleb houston He's a kind of stretchy four, has a good shot. Um, Ooh, a little Raptors. Of his position, but Raptors could use him. <laughs> so Raptors. All right, well that was pretty good. Any other any other players before we wrap this uh this segment up of guys in different sports? Yeah, I've got one. Or maybe a couple more. But uh okay. darts, professional darts. Ooh, who'd be a good dart thrower? Sean Marion. Okay. He's already Steve got the yeah, it's just, you don't need to change a thing in the shooting form, you know. Just give him a dart and let him go at it. He's a good shooter. Let the bullseyes rain down. Pretty funny, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Laurie Markkinen could be an amazing pitcher, like kind of like That's a Noah crazy. Noah Syndergaard type. Yeah, a lot of these lengthy guys would be great MLB. Yeah, like honestly, great. like Carl Anthony Towns too. I think Dude. could be. That's great. That's a great think, Yeah, just like lanky ass pitchers that could throw like ninety five plus. Um, I want to. Can we? Can we try and fit in a couple athletes into the into the following sports? I want. I want a couple cricket players, and I want a couple table tennis players. Uh, well, who would we think would fit into that? Those categories. I I immediately went racial. I'm like, there's no Indian players <laughs> in the NBA, but Jeremy Lin. Could be could play table tennis. Be a good, I think Simple I think Kevin Durant player. could look. He'd be a good ten, table tennis player because he's so competitive. He's long, and I just feel like he's good at everything. You know, sure. Kevin Durant table tennis wouldn't want to play him. I have a uh, Nikola Jokic for uh, equestrian, and also oh, yeah. for handball. I think he'd be a good handball. He really kind of. Oh yeah, uh, he like whips it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. That that motion, the kind of Nikola could be a good quarterback too, Loki, like a Ben Roethlisberger type, like court QB. <laughs> yeah, like can't faster. move it all in the pocket. Just yeah, yeah. pocket completely. <laughs> yeah, he would be tough to tackle him though. He takes it in the he takes it in the shotgun, does maybe a one two step drop back and just hucks it. Guy would fucking <laughs> he'd truck like, you. He would do like the sandbar shuffle, like a fadeaway. Like off the fucking shotgun, just one step and chug it. You know, and it'd be perfect. Unconventional way. Yeah, it would be perfect. And it would be perfect. Yeah, that's funny. So no, no uh, cricket players, hey? I, I, I don't have any to be honest, but cricket. I feel like maybe a Jason Tatum, because he kind of has that. That's good. He kind of has that flick as well. I think he'd be a good pitcher for it. (laughs) I feel like anyone who's good at baseball could technically, like, technically be good at cricket too, right? Like they're almost. Right. Some I feel like Jason also has like pretty good hand-eye coordination, so he'd be I could good see at him hitting with too. A bat. Yeah, I could see him being a good batsman as well. I agree. Mm. <laughs> Any other players that we missed that you guys had on your list? I I just think that there's such a variety of builds in the NBA. You know, you go from someone like Giannis Antetokounmpo to PJ Tucker to Facundo Campazzo. These are all guys who are freak freak athletes who could really. The, I, I, I like seeing what builds naturally come out of um, sports, and basketball doesn't quite really have a stock build to make the NBA. So shout out the NBA for diversity. Hell yeah. Go NBA. I mean, the NBA doesn't accept many fat people, but other than that, yeah, I like I like it. Grant Williams out there. Yeah, <laughs> fat, fat-ish. 
Better comp Grant Williams. <laughs> we missed uh we missed rugby as a sport, but I think that uh most of the football picks could also be rugby players in a hypothetical. Yes. In and hypothetical. what you're saying before with all these Aussies, I'm sure they probably grew up playing rugby in some capacity. Oh yeah. Minus Ben Simmons, because I can see Matt Delvadova being a killer rugby player. Ben Simmons could use some rugby in his fucking life. Yeah, he didn't play rugby, and that's led to everything <laughs> that we now see today. He was, yeah, yeah, fucking Ben Simmons, man. He's thanks he's, for listening, Ben. We, we take, yeah, we love you, Ben. No, stay, <laughs> stay true, stay true. But uh, take more than two free throws in, in a six-game span, buddy. We need a little more from you on the on the free throw line. Um, Might be better off not taking a free throws. To be fair, uh, it's it's more of like I don't care if he misses all of them. I just want him to get there a little more. You know, he's like athletic enough to get there. But I don't care about the Brooklyn Nets. They can uh, they can uh, suck my dick. Uh, please, it's been a while. Um, all right, let's move on. Um, <laughs> um, nothing really on the schedule, fellas. I don't know if you've been you know seeing anything around the NBA. I think the Knicks being on an eight seven or eight game win streak now is impressive. Uh, the Raptors being on a six-game losing streak now is depressing. Um, what else are you guys seeing up there? The Milwaukee Bucks, twenty-two and eight, first in the in the West. The the uh, the not so talked about, the disrespected Milwaukee Bucks. My pick for the uh, Eastern Conference champions in the preseason. Feeling good about that. Uh, where do you guys want to go here? A lot of a lot of exciting uh, things happening. Yeah, I mean, also in terms of teams just kind of picking it up recently, um, my uh, NBA final pick was the LA Clippers, and they're kind of turning it around. They have Kawhi back now in some capacity. Um, They beat some good teams recently, Uh, beat the Celtics pretty handily, which I also thought was super interesting because that was a healthy PG, healthy Kawhi. Obviously, that's with a grain of salt, but they were going toe to toe with Jalen and Tatum, and they were <laughs> much, much more successful than I think a lot of people would have anticipated going into that matchup. Like they, they were up twenty five thirty, I think, at one point. So, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about that. Winners of four, four or five. Kawhi's played six games in a row or right, right around that 30 minute mark has been playing very well, you know, 31 points uh, in his last game, 25 against Boston. So he has looked yeah. a lot better, but you're right. Pretty heavy caveats around that, but he has looked. Yeah. The, the NBA is just a better place with Kawhi Leonard playing. Yeah. Please come back. Kawhi. I, I miss you. I'd like to uh, personally apologize to Kawhi Leonard for for calling him washed last thanks for listening quiet we, we do apologize for all yeah we really for do listening. yeah and i i don't mean that he, he's still Kawhi leonard if the raptors like, were Kawhi leonard for some reason i would believe that they're gonna win the championship this year i just don't i still have 2019 ingrained in my brain and i i just that's all i would we'd be the favorites i don't care doesn't matter that he well, say say Kawhi leonard is healthy like sure, he might have injury management the rest of the season. Likely, what world will. are we living? Odds are he probably gets hurt again. But say he's not, he doesn't. Where would you rank him in terms of like the top ten, top fifteen? Does he go into the top twenty even? I think come playoff time, and like regular season or playoffs, like who, like are we building yeah, out a playoff a roster? He's a lot higher up for me to be honest. If he's in the yeah. playoffs, in the regular yeah, like, season like, he's like top thirty. In the playoffs, I'd say top fifteen. 
I'd put him in top 10 probably. Yeah. We saw, we, I mean, Justin knows personally um, what Kawhi Leonard means in the playoffs. Dude, that guy's different, man. That guy's different. I don't know. I mean, it, it's tough to say because you have to like, Bill Simmons makes a good point of this. It's like everyone says top five all the time. Top five, top five. All right, well, name them. Name the top five who we should be yeah. in front. So I say top 10, but I could probably think of 10 guys I'd probably prefer over Kawhi at this stage of his career. But mm-hmm. um, still, that's me being a, a little clickbaity. Maybe we'll make it our, our title. Like, like here's That'd a question. Like, would you take in the playoffs Donovan Mitchell or Kawhi Leonard? Oh, I'd take Kawhi. I'd take Kawhi. Even, even with how Donovan's playing this year. Yeah. I think, yeah. I'd take Kawhi. So I think that would put him probably in the top ten for you. I'd say. Kind of think who's like a borderline. Would you take like Devin Booker or Kawhi? That's like a good one for me. I hate Devin Booker, yeah. so I'm gonna go Kawhi. There you go. So if you are picking Kawhi over Devin Booker, he might be in the top ten legitimately. Like, top like, you, got, you got you got Bronny, you got Luca, you got Jokic, you got Giannis, you got. Uh, Tatum, you got who Indeed. else? Just Steph. I would still take Steph at six. Steph for sure. Uh, Steph probably one or two, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. This is in no particular order. I'm just yeah, naming yeah, people yeah. above above Kawhi. Uh, Joel Embiid. Joel would you Embiid. prefer? Would you prefer Dame, a healthy Dame over Kawhi? Uh, no, I'm taking. That's Kawhi. tough. That's a tough one. Uh, what about uh, AD? I know he's hurt now, but like the way he was playing before. SGA, I don't know. John Morant, John Morant, would you put him up there? I mean, would you put him over Kawhi? Because I'd say he's probably the next one. I'd say yes. John Morant's on another level right now. That's eight for me, at least. Jimmy Butler as a playoff guy. Ooh. I think I think Kawhi is just like a higher ceiling Jimmy Butler. I don't know. That's just a, that's a hot take. But Those like, would you actually take Shea? Gil- Shea? Would you take Shea in front of? In front of in front of Kawhi Leonard, like under your head. I think I would one playoff series. Right now, I oh think I take Shea. Kevin Durant. Also, would be, that's Kevin nine. Love that guy. Kevin Durant would be nine. So we're we're already at nine. Okay. Not even sh- mentioning right. Shea. Yeah. So he's on the bubble though. He is on the bubble. He's there in the top um, ten to top fifteen range. Zion, like oh. Zion or, or Kawhi, probably Zion, like right? Anthony Davis, you know, like. Yeah, he's probably top fifteen. I would put him in the top fifteen. He probably like would fall in like thirteen or fourteen for me. Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm glad we did that though. That's a good thought exercise, but where the yeah, league's at. Um oh. yeah, I don't know if I'd take oh, Shay. Like Shay's one of those guys who's having a great season, but he hasn't really done anything yet, like in terms of winning, you know? So it's tough. Fair enough. Yeah. Kawhi's a chill. Building, I don't know what he looks like in the playoffs. Building off of that. Um, with the Raptors' latest losing skid, they actually have the same record as the Thunder right now. Just wanted to point that out. You look fucking white in the sky. Just is... wanted to touch yeah, on Mar- that. Yeah, well, Mari and I were talking pre-episode, and their next, like, we talked about their schedule moving forward, but mm-hmm. they've lost six in a row. They could legitimately lose the next five, like, and, like, not blank. Like, they're they're facing, like, the next five games specifically are gauntlet. It's like the they who are Mario, do you remember the Knicks? The, the Clippers are on there. Those are the two easiest games. There is uh go the next seven if you're including <laughs> the Knicks in that. Because they play them again. 
Pacers. I don't know if you want to count the Pacers, but... but the next five is like I don't have the schedule in front of me, but it's like Knicks, it's, uh, Knicks, Cavs, Clippers, Grizzlies, Suns. Yeah, good luck winning more than one of those games. And then it's the would... Pacers, which you should win, and then the Bucks. So it's and oh yeah, Knicks I mean we went win. through the next like <laughs> we went through the like latter last episode we went through the next twelve games and they've already lost the first two or three of those games that we've mentioned. So yeah. since Sacramento, so it's it's just not looking pretty. <sighs> I don't want to talk about the Raptors because like it makes me too, too sad. But we're gonna have to have a real conversation about. I think we've we've we're sort of hitting the inflection point that we've talked about, um, and I think um, I'm starting to understand which direction they're they're going. But I'll give them the benefit of the doubt for now. Um, well, they have a similar record now to another similar kind of team who competed last year and is just waiting for the blow it up point, the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, I think those two, and also by the way, Matt's other favorite team. I think those two teams will probably be the biggest sellers at the trade deadline. Um, but I think the Raptors could go the other way as well. I think it's possible the Raptors emerge as buyers here. Um, the Bulls, I think, are for sure. Yeah, there's, there's been so many reports of Levine like being unhappy despite getting the Supermax or whatever, how much money it is. He just can't be the Robin to DeMar's Batman, which is just so <laughs> stupid because he's not, not that, that guy. guy unfortunately it's so interesting because like obviously never like we would never be able to be inside of someone that has that's that egotistical yourself, Matt. It takes to make them great all right um that's that called moving on that's called humor <laughs> <laughs> fucking ever heard of it um sexy guys stay safe out there stay safe uh yeah, like, I just don't see how, when you're in that environment, like, what it takes to make a great team is to just understand your role. And if you're already making that much money, you're already, like, the second best player on an NBA team. I don't understand why you have to throw a fit and want to be taking the last shot, want to be doing all these things. It's just, I don't know. Yeah, they're wired different, bro. They're built different. Yeah. They're wired. Yeah, that's the... That's the thing. These guys are as competitive, as athletic as you can get. As much mm -hmm. as I, I, I 100% agree with you. I, I don't get what it, how you can't kind of get over that. But for them to be at this level means something. You know, they went through that shit. They had to be this guy in order to get there. Yeah. I mean, for him, though, he's just like, you've been in the league, what, six, seven years now? Like, you know who you are. Yeah. Like, you know you're feeling... Like, I just don't get it. I don't know if he does know who so, he is. No, clearly not. That's why this is a, an issue in the first place, and that's why they're probably going to have to blow it up probably like, sooner than Zach, later. Zach, I mean, we know for sure Zach Levine will never be the best player in a title-winning team. That's, that's like, 100%. Could, do you think he's good enough to be the second-best player in a title-winning team? I don't know what second is. Sure. I, I, I think pending a health check on this guy... Like getting your doctors in on him, like he could be a nice buy low for an organization. Just, I think he, I think he's had a lot of health issues this year. Yeah. His attitude stuff makes me a little nervous, but uh, you know, I, I, I remember watching last year, and holy fuck, was that an electric scorer on the on the floor um, for the Bulls? Like he was a huge part of it. So I'm, I'm sort of chalking half of this to like health stuff. So if it is sort of a short term issue, but knees are always scary. Um, I would definitely consider buying. I just don't know what the cost would be for for that. Um, yeah. He's he's kind of like 
a CJ McCollum for me. Like he can be the second option on like a competitive team, but more likely looking like a third option on a title winning team or a title contending team. Incredible third option. Yeah. Like, yeah. Amazing third option or like a decent second option. Like if you, if you slot in Zach Levine instead of Chris Middleton. That's what I was just thinking. Guys, if you, sorry, go ahead. But the thing with the bucks is that, Drew Holiday really is probably their second best player. They still also have Bobby, uh, Brooke Lopez. You know, like, it's, it's not just because it's just Giannis and one other guy. Like, they needed... <laughs> and, and I think Chris Middleton is... is I'd take Middleton over Levine, personally. Oh, yeah. Just because of what he does on both ends. But, yeah. Um, I, I'm not... I, I don't know. I just don't think that he's that good. Electric score, and that, that's about it for me. Does- let me ask this. Does anyone, does any organ, I'm, I'm looking through all the, like, the league here. Does anyone have a bleaker future? Like, would you rather, like, than, than the Chicago Bulls? Seriously, like, their team is, they went all in. They didn't get anywhere. Now they're, like, their team is in the tank again, in the hole. They don't own their pick this year. They'd have to get a top four pick just to keep it. And yeah, they have no, like, <laughs> I know, but even, but think about the teams behind them. You think they're passing Detroit, Charlotte, San Antonio, and Houston. Like those guys are going to be the Los Angeles Lakers have a bleaker future. I'd say yeah. I'd say the Lakers really? have. <laughs> I'd say also the Minnesota Timberwolves have Davis. a bleaker future for sure. No, no, no. Like sure, Minnesota no. can compete this year, but like if they don't make the playoffs for whatever reason, you think Ant and like Pat is going to stay around? Like Gobert's what 33 now 32 he's just gonna get worse objectively wrong (laughs) at least at least both those teams have a young-ish superstar on them like come on like the bulls have what the patrick williams like is that is that who your like your future is yeah and you don't even have your draft pick this year the lakers don't own their pick until like 2025 i know but they have anthony davis on a on a on a you know long term one more year is it one more year? Well, they still have Anthony Davis for t- two more years. I don't. I don't know. I would take that over fucking what the goals have, because at least you can I you would, can flip Anthony Davis for a bunch of shit. Still, the thing is, Justin, I would take that if the Lakers were winning this year and they're not. You know, they're 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 in the same position record wise as the Bulls are. They're paying way more money. They have no future draft picks. The roster construction as it is, which will probably be the same similar roster for the next two years won't progress at all so even if you have anthony davis you have nobody i mean you have lebron james obviously but he's getting old you're seeing obvious signs of aging this year there's nothing else for them anthony davis is signed through 2025 he has a player option at the end there for 43 million but he's still got two years after this one i I don't know like think about what anthony davis would get in a trade package he's he's still 29 years old like like let's think about that Say like yes, he he went on the crazy tear, but like, would you trade him? Let's see hypothetically who you could get. For, like, would you trade Bam Adebayo for him one for one? Like one hundred percent, you'd you'd say one hundred percent, because I don't think a probably, month ago you would you say probably yes. Get six that. first round picks from the New York Knicks and Philly. Six first, round. five first rounders. I yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, look at what Gobert got right. So he changed the market. Completely. I know, but. AD is AD. He's out another month now. I mean, you would trade him right this second, but I'm saying 
let's say he gets, comes back in four weeks, goes back to the guy who was considered a top five MVP candidate, like before he got hurt now. And, you know, the Knicks are It's, it's are that fun. every year. It's that every year. It's, yeah, but that's just a lot Guys, we just, guys, pull up the receipts on our last couple episodes. We yeah, were raving we about the way about... he was looking. But he's Come hurt on. again. But he's hurt again. I know he's hurt again. But I'm just saying, compared to the Bulls, you have to think about what you <laughs> can extract from him as part of your asset pool. I think that would that is more important than what the Chicago Bulls have, which is no pick I, this year. I don't know. I, no trade assets. You keep making reference to that pick. It's just this year's pick, I think, right? I know, but it's going to be like a top eight pick, probably. Yeah, but it's probably the seventh win. overall pick. It's going to be such an incredible asset for the Orlando Magic. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Isn't it top four protected? Is that what you said? I know it'll probably four. it'll probably end up being this like the sixth like, or seventh overall pick. I don't know. Do you think you can get more trade value out of Demar, Zach Levine, and Booch than AD? No, I, I think AD would command way more than all those three guys. Like Vooch isn't expiring. Who's giving up more than maybe a protected first, like like to a contender? DeRozan. Expirings are valuable. Yeah, but Vooch is not that good anymore. I just don't think anyone's paying more than a first. Like who, what, what team is paying more than a first round pick, a late first for him? And then, like, DeRozan for sure has value. Like, I could see him netting a couple firsts, maybe. Like, not nothing too crazy, but I don't know. Levine, I haven't Nikola even Vucevic. fucking started thinking about. I saw a trade today where they they the, the trade was a package of sending DeMar back to the Raptors, which 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 <laughs> equally excited me and scared the shit out of me. Because I do not man. want – I don't want to run <laughs> this back, to be honest. Nikola um, Vucevic is a future Raptor, Justin. Matt. You can just take that to the bank respectfully. I would just I love would... to see that just to hear what you would say about it more than anything. Because I can't be You've ripped into him, I think, more than any other player other than Chris Boucher. He can't defend. His position is to fucking defend the paint. I don't know. It's just like, <laughs> do, your, do your primary job as your position and then fucking score. I don't know. I don't need I don't need a big man that scores. Fuck, I need Marcus all back. That's what I need. I want Marcus Wall back in my life. Sorry, Defend the shit and be out of the ball and uh, and and fill in where you have to. It's a wings league. It's a wing and, and guards league. We don't need like Jokic is great and B is great, but this is a wing. This is a wings league. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But Vooch the Raptors, I'm down. Fuck it. <laughs> I'd love to see Demar go back and then the Raptors downfall to continue from there. Honestly, Demar deserves Demar deserves more credit than he gets for what he did for the Raptors. People are too hard on him. For I sure. I I would actually love to see him back in Toronto if the price is right. I think that'd be an awesome homecoming, even if it's for a year or two, year and a half or whatever. Yeah. Like, and I think like him as a second option. On, I think he could be a second option on a title contending team. He's actually exactly what we need. We need a half court. Like I was raving. I was just complaining about how dog shit our half court offenses when we can't like run in transition like demar is a half court score like score that's what he does yeah. i don't know he'd actually be fucking perfect the more i'm talking myself into this <laughs> gary trent in two first was the trade uh pr- proposed and i'd be totally down for that that's too much to be honest gary trent too the thing with the first for me is like i always have this firm belief that the raptors will always be good 
like I think the Scotty Barnes thing was like a complete anomaly that like the year where they were in Tampa and like got some lottery luck. Like, I don't see them ever being in that. Well, not ever, but I don't see them being in like that like landscape ever again, other than maybe this year if Masai goes that way um, intentionally. But like for me, trading first round picks, if you're the Raptors is not that big of a deal because, you know, I think they could find second round gems or undrafted free agents and whatever, still Still I, I know what you mean, but I disagree because when the game's on the line, I want the ball in Masai Ujiri's hand and and giving mm-hmm. as much chance as possible. For, the Raptors have a good draft um, history other than um, That's true. Garbahosa, Bargnani, you know, that stretch, but that wasn't Kaboko. Masai's team yet. Kaboko, yeah. Kaboko, right. Yeah, OG, Pascal, you know, for late first round Freddy. picks. Scotty. Great, guy, great. Pick. I I had no faith in that. I remember I was. I know, you were so anti Scotty. We were, we were in so Mari's room, and we were just convinced Suggs, fresh off of the whole half court shot and everything, yeah. I was so high on that. Um, yeah, I liked Scottie. the Scotty pick at the time. I just didn't expect it. I, I thought they were gonna go Suggs. No way you liked the Scotty pick at the time. That's, that's actual horseshit. I did. I did. I, really? I, I saw the tape. I I I thought he was like a more athletic, stretchy. Uh, Draymond Green, and I, I was excited for it. You should be an NBA scout. Ball, that was... Was unbelievable. I remember I was in Miami, Florida, with oh, a friend celebrating their. I was in Miami celebrating a friend's birthday, or sorry, I was in Naples celebrating a friend's birthday, and I we were preying for a night out, and I had to have the draft on as part of the pre. And I remember just having a drink in my hand and being like, the night was completely ruined. Like I like, couldn't have fun anymore because I was like so mad that we didn't take <laughs> Jalen Suggs at four. Um, That's such a fucking flex, by the way, mixing up Naples and Miami. Well, it's because we went to both. Mr. Worldwide over here. Well, we went to we drove to Miami from Naples. Anyway, whatever. I went to both. I just forgot where. Anyway, it doesn't we matter. To Miami you drove from Naples, Italy. We we rented a car from Na- from no from Naples, um, Florida, dude. Oh, Florida. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. not from naples italy bro okay that's less of a flex then okay yeah yeah yeah. no no, it was a little florida weekend and uh i was mad at that draft as well because we were one pick away from getting franz wagner and the the magic got both Suggs and wagner and we we had to settle for it it was a six deep draft and we got the seventh pick we got davion mitchell and i was pretty upset by that yeah davion's not looking good eh no he's good he's exactly what i thought he'd be he's good he's he's what you thought he'd be you know he's a He's never going to be a starter in the league, but he's a good. Yeah, but player. that's your seventh overall pick. You're already. You're not. You're saying he's never going to be a starter. He's better than Jalen Suggs right now. I still see more upside in Jalen. I still see an upside in Jalen Suggs though. Yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, in the first round, you're 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 looking for quality players, quality, and I think he's a quality player. We'll leave it at that. Like the beam, baby. Any other thoughts before we head out of here, fellas? Next week. Well, is the, more thoughts next week. More yeah. thoughts next week. Well, everyone from the bottom of our hearts, happy holidays. Merry Christmas to you all. Thanks for listening. Um, we'll try and get another episode out in a week or so. Who knows with our holiday schedules, but uh, we know you've come to rely on these on this content. So uh, we'll do our best <laughs> to... Don't laugh. Don't laugh. <laughs> we're looking at you, Belgium. We really appreciate it. We really appreciate it. So hope everyone has a great holiday uh, break and... Uh, We will talk to you soon.